You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. What's going on, everybody? With your host Malcolm and Brittany Garrison, and you're listening to Let's Talk About It. Let's Talk About It is a space where we unpack life's transitions and their effects on millennials. As entrepreneurs and millennial parents, we've navigated a lot of life transitions. And we're here to share those experiences with you while challenging perspectives and engaging in open dialogue. Y'all ready? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Life be a life. Is it life? Yeah, I think in a good way, though. Yeah. Um, life lately. Life has been busy, and that's, that's good. Because we longed for the days of busyness. Facts. Over the last, since we've been doing the podcast, honestly. Yeah, definitely. I think we, um, yeah, the busy, the busyness is definitely a plus. I it's think a plus, yes. Now it's just about making it all work. <laughs> yeah, I think coming into like our podcast season, <clears throat> our podcast uh, journey, that's what I'm looking for. I felt like we didn't have anything else going on. Mm-hmm. And it's like, as we've continued our podcast, there's more things that keep piling onto our life, mm-hmm. like kids, <laughs> jobs, um, and now businesses. I think we were on the decline of our network marketing stint when we started our podcast. So it meant like we just literally had a ton of free time. And it's like when you say life be life and right now, it just feels like everything is so busy that it feels like the things that you love to do that aren't necessarily currently profitable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like podcasting is indeed a hobby. I think it it's a hobby, it's a creative outlet, um, it's a mental outlet. But, you know, from a profitability standpoint, what takes priority? And we got two whole kids. Um, and I think with that, that's just life lately. Life lately is trying to navigate and balance it all. Mm-hmm. We've been having like great talks at night, though. I that know, could, and it's like I that think could be really great, really great, great podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so now we have to we have to bring our our night talks. I think what I think we're just getting into a flow of so many different things at one time. We're finally finding our rhythm as husband and wife again. Um, and I think that's what our podcast really stemmed from is us having conversations with each other. That's how we started the whole thing. And I think we're finally back in that space where the conversations are back flowing, um, just in our day to day life. Like, obviously, we can get great topics and all this stuff like that. But I feel like we're finally in a place where like our conversation just with each other outside of content creation is back in a flow. Right. Yeah, I agree. It is. I think we are experiencing life a lot more. So it's like a lot more, um, I don't know, it's a lot more wisdom that we are acquiring. I, did I lose my wisdom when I lost my teeth? No. Crying. <laughs> my wisdom teeth. Did I really carry wisdom? I have never, I don't know. I don't know. Where did that name even come from? I just want to make sure I'm not unwise. That's dumb. But what were you saying? There's a lot more wisdom. Yeah, like like you said the other day, it's like I really like talking to you. <laughs> I do. I really like talking to you. Because I feel if you if we're going back to like how our relationship started, right? And um yeah, how our relationship started, like we didn't even have each other's numbers for months. Like every day we linked up and we just sat and talked. And then that summer, um, 
We talked all day, every day. I couldn't even have my phone at my job. And we DM'd on Twitter or Google, whatever the chat is on Google, like to make, like we were just always talking. And so, you know, I feel like when you not get married, because I think we've had great conversation, but when you throw kids in the mix and just day-to-day life, it's hard to maintain that level of conversation when you're tired. (laughs) Facts, because our boys are sick right now. So. Oh my gosh! So like, that's um, that's definitely and have been multiple times. Yeah, that's definitely different. I think just because of the the ushering in of winds that are happening, <laughs> <laughs> it's getting a little cold out. So oh my gosh, it's like literally every time we step foot outside, one of them gets sick. By the time we get inside, right? So it's yeah, navigating that, but being able to put them to sleep earlier because they've been sick has allowed us to reconnect in a way that I guess honestly we weren't even expecting yeah man. I don't know babe so I guess this part is definitely different this episode is definitely different um, in the sense that we don't have like a specific topic but I think it's still like a lot going on in the world or just going on in general in people's lives every day yeah January is almost over and I just feel like the world what did we say the other night we were having we finally had our own we had date night we made it up it was in our our kitchen and we decided to sit at the table and talk <laughs> what has that been doing for you because i already told you what it's done for me i think it is um a certain level of intimacy that um is bringing like a new dynamic to to our relationship mm-hmm. like like you said we, we just talk like we're friends at the end of the day, too. No facts. Like, so we can talk about anything. We can be in each other's presence and don't really have to be doing anything to have a good time, I think. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I, I've enjoyed it, I guess, for sure. You guess? <laughs> no, I mean, if I had to if I had to pinpoint, like, mm-hmm. what it's like, I, I just enjoy. I enjoy your company. Uh, of course, I enjoy your conversation. And then, you know, if there's a nightcap afterwards, I enjoy that too. Oh, my God. Jesus, help us, Christ. <laughs> help us, please. No, I I just feel like there's a, that was an element that had been missing. Um, because I think when you get into a content creation space, it's almost as if all of your con- your conversations become curated. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think because we started podcasting, there's this, a level of questioning we do with each other to get further into conversations when we're just simply talking. And then it's now it's been like, yo, our combos have been so good and we need to be creative content. It's like a oxymoron a little bit where it's like, yo, how do you keep up with all the things that you want to do um, when there are things that you now have to do that require a lot more energy, like us both building businesses and now having two kids and one that's at and both of them being home and, you know, dealing with health challenges because they've been sick and all the stuff like that. Like, how do you maintain the thing that you had been doing that had brought you so much joy? Yeah. We was having a conversation about like, what, what do we do with Caden during the day? Like, when when he goes to school, like what are we looking for schedule wise? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, this this is like real life parenting, adulting mm-hmm. on a whole nother level. Now, now it's about okay, what's what makes our what fits our schedule? What also is going to help him grow mm-hmm. and not overwhelm him at the same time. That's, I guess that's what I was thinking. Like when he was talking about, um, should we do a full day or half day? I'm like, if we put him into a full day just immediately, will that overwhelm him? You feel like? I don't. I don't know why you think it would overwhelm him. Well, just because it's it's, it's, it's so abrupt and new, and he's he's so used to being around us. Obviously, he that's why he needs to go right and be around kids before <laughs> to immediately be you know ten plus hours. It's like a it's like a immediate adjustment. You know, he's a human too at the end of the day. So change is hard, you know. That's true. For anybody. Yeah, no, I, I think either way it'll be good for him. I, I haven't really thought through it being too much or too little. Yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <laughs> life. This is what life is, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. It's like, nigga, you're yawning all the time, bro. But yeah, I haven't thought about it being too much or too little. I'm just more so concerned with him getting there, you know, because I think there's so many things to prioritize at once in our life. And it'd be like, like, what do you focus on right now? Because we have to prioritize being parents. We have to prioritize our marriage, but then we have to prioritize our businesses because that's how we live. You know what I'm saying? Correct. And so it's like, I feel like I can't prioritize being a parent. Oh, well, really not a parent. I can't prioritize being a teacher. Yes. Because I am always going to prioritize being a parent, but I can't prioritize being a teacher. One, because that's not what I'm here to do uh, or like what I studied to do. I think it would be different if that's what I was doing. But I didn't I didn't sign up to be also like a homeschool teacher. That's not <laughs> a desire of mine. And so because of that, it's like then my priority has to go back to business to make sure that the businesses are floating up to be able to add on additional expenses like daycare if we have to. You know what I mean? And so it's like what then takes priority? Like it's it's such a life is man, life is life. And but like it's like that quote is typically I think has been a negative connotation. Like when it just be random stuff going on in life. Mm-hmm. But it's also life and when they're overwhelming when it's overwhelmingly a lot of things going on at the same time yeah. i don't know I, I just think i don't know full day i'm not actually opposed to having a full him being there four days i just i think we should gradually get him there okay but i don't know well teachers don't really yeah i mean the i think the more important part is him going and starting yeah, because I think it comes to a point where like there's nothing more a parent can really do at home unless you're at home for the child, unless you're teacher. Yeah, unless you're trying to like be a be their teacher and homeschool them. Um, there's there's nothing more for you to do now. He has to be put in an environment to to grow. Yeah, you know. So that's what we're currently dealing with in the Garrison household, which is new. Yeah, that is new. I mean, but then it's like at the same time you wanted to. We want the schools to accept them. You want all the stuff to happen. And it's like, I also want this to happen now because <laughs> I have stuff <laughs> to do. I have stuff to prioritize where I don't want to deal with mommy guilt. You know what I mean? I was watching this video yesterday. Um, there's a realtor out here in Atlanta. And uh, she had put on her story where she was like, they're so like moms. We don't want to always be moms or like we don't always want to be wives. We don't always want to be having to do stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. And so she was in Target and she was just enjoying a walk in Target. And she was talking about how like as moms, sometimes we often like forget to do things for ourselves because you're we're scheduling the family days We're we're getting the play dates together. Then you got to think about dinner. Then you got to do stuff in the house. You got to make sure everybody has a bath. You got to make sure your husband is taking care of all the stuff. And it's like we often put our self-care on the back burner where it's like the best thing I can do for us or we don't want to talk about the fact that I have gotten overwhelmed as a parent mm-hmm. for the day yeah. <laughs> like I need to tap out because this has overwhelmed me today was one of those days for me mm-hmm. like yesterday was actually one of those days for me too so to have them back to back was kind of like oh my god <laughs> because yesterday you were gone for most of the day mm-hmm. um and from early you literally like came out the room you didn't even wake me up and he woke me up and you were gone <laughs> it was like, yeah. you're not even gonna say hey Caden's up like you should probably get up nothing no I'm awakened by a little dragon who wants to jump on your face um and throughout the day once you came back home for a second then you left to go get a haircut and that's a whole four hour process <laughs> And by the time you got back, there was something else that you were doing. Oh, you wanted to take a nap because now you're tired. And I'm like, bruh, I can't take anymore. I need a TV timeout. I need a reprieve. Overstimulated. Yes. But she was basically saying like how it feels so wrong to say that because we haven't normalized the fact that that's a real thing that I just don't, I don't feel like my kids right now. And that's, is that terrible to say? Um, I don't think it's terrible to say to maybe not say but I mean it's not terrible to think because you're human don't say it all loud um, I think you're human I think everyone has their their you know their breaking point breaking point so to speak like yeah. you mean, called me like that earlier today like please just come home bro it was yeah it, it, it can just get a lot so 
I, I can see why I, I can empathize with that in that sense because it's not easy. I don't know. I really don't know how single people do it. I truly don't. Power to you because Jesus. Um, kids are definitely made for man and woman to do it together. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you need help. That when you say take a village. <laughs> I I think that's the other difficulty is like I was talking to my dad the other day and um because I'm trying to pencil us into their schedule because my parents are living their best um, empty nester life. Mm-hmm. What are you doing on your phone? Nothing. Are you on Instagram? Maybe. And that's why your level of conversation is really ass. But um, are you are you excited about Monday? Like well, your, your new... Um, I didn't I even get to finish my thought because you weren't listening to what I was saying. <laughs> oh, you said talking about your dad. Yes. Oh, that's you proving you weren't listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there you go. Yeah. I was basically saying that I'm trying to pencil. My parents are living their best empty nesters life and they're traveling a lot. So it's hard to pencil in time for them to watch our kids. And like my dad was saying, well, me and your mom, we didn't have a vacation for five years, six years mm-hmm. when we were married. And I'm like, so what I got to do with me? You know what I'm saying? But I'm like, you also like lived in an area where your family was there, where even if it was just a date night or a getaway for the weekend or anything, or even if it was just, I need a lunch with my wife, you could do that because your mother lived here. So you could literally leave the house and somebody will be taking care of your kid. We don't have that same luxury. And I think that's the other part that does get overwhelming because it's like, you don't, we don't have anybody who can even take that for you for a second so that you can have a breather or so that you can go out and reconnect and all that stuff like that. And so like, we're having to, I won't say overdo it, but it's like you're having to be overly intentional to even create a space to have a conversation. And find time together to, to date. I think that's really um, kind of the toughest part, you know, when somebody's married, when, when you're married and you have start having a family and stuff like that. It's that it's that getting back to the connection and, and the piece of y'all that that was there before the kids. You know what I'm saying? No, facts. Um, I think a lot of our friends are going going through that same stuff because everybody kind of no one live no one's from Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Right. And those that are from Atlanta, they don't necessarily have that. That it's like they're not from Atlanta. Right. So essentially, everybody's going through that same thing. Uh, and then we all got so many damn kids that it's like, how do we even, how does somebody else get an opportunity to be like, hey, can you watch my kid so that we can this? I get because I ain't trying to watch a football team. But that's what I'm saying. So it's like, if you're not willing to do it, then how could you expect someone to be willing to do it for us? Exactly. And then it's like, exactly. We're back in the same, like literally right now, we're talking about trying to go to this show at the end of February that I bought tickets for like six months ago. <laughs> and I had to call my cousin all the way from Nashville just to watch our kids for a few hours so that we can go out. That's love, though. She's coming from Tennessee. I mean, she always wants to come out here to see see the kids, so she don't really care. But that's it's like that's tough. Like the best you can do is somebody driving four hours <laughs> to be able to watch your kids. I'm like niggas need to get a hotel or something to make this make this worthwhile. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like I need to milk this for all it's gonna be for the five minutes it's gonna be for. Crying. It's hard. <sighs> It's manageable. It's but what it is is that you gotta bring them with you, which is not a date. Which, yeah, it's technically. You know what's crazy though? We have, we have so many date spots now that we have kids that we didn't even know of. Right before kids. Oh, I was about to say that too. I was about to say we talked about this the other day too. Which probably would lead to great great dialogue, but we talked about how we were so, like the time and season that we should have been traveling and like vacating and doing all the things was when we didn't have any kids. Mm-hmm. And we had 
we had the cat, you know what I mean? Like, you know, obviously when we first got married and first moved to Atlanta, the difficulty with traveling was having the capital, right? So now we done did all this, built this business, got sustainable capital for fine, you know, finally, because obviously I didn't have, I hadn't been working since we moved there and finally getting sustainable capital and all this stuff like that, only to not, to not enjoy the fruits of our labor. And when we decided, like, when we want to enjoy the fruits of our labor, now we have two kids. <laughs> or we had a kid, and now we have two kids, and it's hard to enjoy the fruits of your labor because you have to continue the labor, but you also have two other people, and now you have to make so much more accommodations. And I think we were saying this because our single friend group and our married and engaged friend group that are don't have kids have been traveling like crazy. <laughs> Like we have this this one specific group chat that is a travel group, and they better keep doing it. A travel group, party group, and we just like I I realized like yo our season like you know we're watching them and we're like damn, I wish we could go, <laughs> I wish we could show up, I wish we could support, but we got two whole ass kids, and then it's like but keep on keeping on because when y'all can't start having kids like it's a dub, yeah. Unless like, you have family here, life slows down a lot, and I think that's what um. That's what you got to get ready for. If you, you know what I'm saying, anybody listening that's single, like you got to get ready for that. That's, that's a reality. And all we're talking about is reality. It's not like complaining. That's the reality. Yeah. Not complaining. I love my kids and I'm glad, glad they're here. But what I'm saying is I feel like we mismanaged that season of our life. Yeah. I think that, yeah, that is definitely a regret for us. Cause you know, tw- in our twenties, we could have definitely did a lot more. Oh my gosh. We should have seen um, the world. Do you hear me? We should have been everywhere. We could have did a lot more. I, I think we'll get that time back. And yeah, when they're 13, <laughs> that or they coming with us. I mean, I want that too though. Like, young, yeah. Still not a date. <laughs> still not a date. Still Dude. not a date. Yeah, but not. I do want them to see the world. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to take my kids around to see the world, like places that we're experiencing together for the first time as well. But there just is a level of reconnectivity that I think a marriage needs. You know what I mean? I've been trying to pull that card with my parents. <laughs> like y'all are marriage counselors. Don't y'all be talking about how y'all got to, you know, we need to reconnect and da da da. And you over here crying. trying to not, not watch my kids so I can go on a vacation with my husband. What'd they say when you said that? My mom was like, oh, we should do a girl's vacation. I said, missing that, the point. that would be great. <laughs> and I would actually love to do that too. But just not before I go on a vacation with my husband. Have they have they decided on the family vacation uh, location? <laughs> I think we're going to. I mean, we're going to Orlando regardless. It doesn't matter what they're going to do. Right, but I'm saying. I think I think they have settled on the fact that we're going to Orlando. <laughs> Crying. <laughs> anyway, my dad wants to go to Arizona. He's tired of us going to Orlando for vacation. Which I too am tired of Orlando. I'm perfectly fine with going somewhere else, but I am going to go to Orlando to take my child to Toy Story Land for his birthday. Yeah, Arizona never been. I want to go to Arizona. I was not opposed to it at all. I think where's the place to go in Arizona? Is Scottsdale that the best place, best area? I don't know, but that ain't where I he. I think went. that's like the city. That's not where he wanted to go though. Where he wanted to go. Sedona or something like that. So who the? You want to go to see like Mount Rushmore and stuff oh, like that? Real retirement type stuff. Right. Like y'all need to go do that for y'all anniversary. That's. <laughs> <laughs> I, Thanks. Like that's not giving family vacation at all. I really wish we can go out of the country if my brother and sister would get their passports. Speaking of that, have you. Have you I just thought about that. Figured yeah. out where that was? No, I'm going to find your passport tomorrow. Tuesday. Do, do I need it? No, I'm just saying like that's oh. a day where I'm probably going to be doing the least amount of work. So you think so? What's Tuesday? Oh, Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, because we can't talk about Tuesday yet. We'll tell y'all about Tuesday next season. Next season, we'll talk about it. <laughs> and here's the crazy part: it's like I feel like it's so much easier to do an audio podcast than it is to do a video podcast because without a team. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. If we had a team, this would be so much more easier. But it's like, we, we've been a one-man band all this time. Mm-hmm. And now we're a one-man band with two kids. Mm-hmm. Baby, let me tell you, the level of tired that I have experienced in the last, um, in this season in particular, like season five, like 
it's like you're off to the races, but we started off pregnant. Like, there's been so much that has happened. <laughs> Which is wild, right? I mean, it seemed like this season went a long time. Because we won't finish. <laughs> <laughs> because we are behind. Yeah. We this took, season. How many seasons? Like, took we took 20 off weeks, weeks, bro. This season has taken 20 weeks, I feel like. We've never like done a, a season long this long. And y'all help us because, you know, we want to know that people are listening. Um, we know we have a lot of viewership, mm-hmm. um, but it's like it's easier for us to literally shoot the, I mean, not shoot the podcast, record the podcast versus shooting the podcast. Right, yeah. And so it's like, but that's where the brain really be. It's not really in the video. The it's video like, is really for marketing. Yeah, yeah, videos marketing. I think we get we get way more you know listeners than uh, viewers on. We, I would say on YouTube because on social media, the videos definitely be going viral. But that's the only reason like the videos get made is for social media in real life. Like the YouTube's, it like at that point it didn't make sense to put a YouTube out simply because <laughs> I did all the stuff to connect it together for the social media. Correct, but. I don't know. We were talking about it for season six, like just transitioning to an audio podcast. People listen to podcasts. Yeah, I don't think it's a bad idea. I don't think it's a bad idea. And I mean, I think we'll have we'll have video content. It just. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. <laughs> I could really use Current. (laughs) I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. It won't be released around the same time. Yeah, I think I I just need more time. We need, yeah, we we definitely need the time. We need way more time. Especially in this first quarter. Yeah, and it's like, first quarter of one is zooming. Um... How do you feel about first quarter? How do you feel so far in 2024? Remember I told you I felt like I was like spreading my mind um, thin amongst so many different places Mm -hmm. that I can see why we preach to somebody like pick something and focus on it. Yes. um, Because you'll get a lot further. Mm -hmm. I find myself like some days like forgetting something important I should be doing in one area. But I'm doing something in another area, and mm-hmm. and I, I I keep forgetting like to go back to and do the other thing, the other thing in mm-hmm. a whole different industry. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So to give it context to to the listeners, I'm working in I'm working in financial services, obviously, mm-hmm. but amongst three different sectors in financial services, right? And with that, it takes a certain level of focus here. With tax clients, it takes a certain level of focus with, you know, studying for um, insurance and stuff like that. And then also trading in itself, you can get immersed in it. Mm-hmm. And you should be immersed in it if, you, if you're trying to do it professionally. Mm-hmm. So it's like pulling. It's pulling. It's like, where do I put my energy? Mm-hmm. Because I know wherever I put my energy. You flourish. It, I flourish. You know what I'm saying? So it's like spreading my, spreading this energy between three things. It's very, very uh, different, very new. It, I feel like it'll be rewarding, um, but it is definitely something I've never done before. Mm-hmm. And they're all and they're all mental, yeah, mentally taxing things. So I think that that too. I've never, I've never been this mentally tired. <laughs> yeah, this early in life, exhausted. This early in life, so you know what I'm saying. Uh, I mean, I, I love being a thinker, deep level thinker. Uh, I like being challenged mentally. Mm-hmm. So I do, and I do like that. I gravitate towards that. But um, now you're having a sense of mental fatigue. Yes, like I, I'm like, man, I, I just, I've never felt. You know, I always want to learn. Yeah. And then some days I'm like, man, I'm I don't want to learn nothing else. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I, I read, I don't know how much, 
today or, you know, listen to whatever in the economy. You know, I know everything that's going on within the economy <laughs> mm-hmm. um, just from a um, from a trading perspective. So I don't know. It's a lot, it's a lot but I think I, I can man, I'm managing it. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I, I just feel like I'm spreading my my mind in three different places. That's understandable. Right because, now. I mean, I get it. I mean, I live with you, so I watch you every day. <laughs> and you are a deep level, high level thinker. <clears throat> so I can understand the mental taxingness of what it takes to do what you're doing because I'm in a, I feel like I'm in a similar place. Um, you know, my biggest area of what the fuck right now is, <laughs> I would say from a social media standpoint of like what what kind of content do I want to put out? Because yeah, I've heard you say that because it's very difficult. It's, I I see a lot of, the truth of the matter is I went through a lot of my content during our Forex era. Mm -hmm. You remember that? (laughs) I was just going through all of it. And I was like, literally like posting every day. And I just think I got burnt out from having to look like something or having to, have something to say all the time. Like, I don't be wanting to have something to say all the time. Like, I don't want to be the gym person. And like, now that I've embarked on a new space, it's like spending all that time as an individual who had to heal from identity loss. Mm -hmm. Um, And the identity loss being in a specific niche of business. Like, it's like the thing that I do is who I've become. And it's like, how do I continue to just be a Britney who does those things like I'm not I'm I'm Brittany my profession is that my career is this this is what I do but this is who I am these are two totally different things and I think it it makes it very difficult where it's like you do be this is the problem with social media right it's like you see people making money off of nothingness and it'd be like damn I could be also doing this. Like, how can I make said thing also work for me? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I struggle with that all the time because I'd be like, yo, what's up with this faceless vibe? Like, you know, that's, and I, essentially that is the best and worst thing about social media is that it's a constant, it's a constant in your face of somebody else. Yeah. So, so easy to, you know what I'm saying? It's, your eyes are open to so much of comparison. There's, o- there's only so much your mind can take before you start, you know what I'm saying? Thinking like, okay, what, what's on the other side of that? Literally. What that, what that got going on? You know what I'm saying? It's so many things that you, it's, it's, you can't have so many things bombarded in your mind and you not crack. No, that's fine. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's what social media does. No, it does. And I think for me, it's like trying to figure out, how to make sure that anything that I put out is a Britney thing and not a career thing where it's like, I don't want to turn my social media into an insurance, uh, an insurance guru-ness. Right. And I tell you all the time, you don't have to do that. Yeah. Well, because, thankfully. Uh, thankfully. Thank God. Like I'm so grateful your, that your clientele is not even on right, social media. All of my Medicare clients are not on social media. They're probably <laughs> in Kroger. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> when did I go to that went somewhere today and I was like seen one of your customers I mean like yo I just wonder if this is somebody <laughs> that is one of my clients and I don't even know they probably would know me more than I would know them because they got my picture but okay. I, I really it's like I want to embark on digital marketing still because it's, I'm a creative so it's like the creative part of my brain I, I'm like the best of two people mm-hmm. where it's like I'm this super creative person that wants to monetize my creativity and every time I try to monetize my creativity, I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> like it literally, like I, I've i done some help, um, some assistance with a friend of mine who's building a business and like some of the different things that I know in regards to utilizing social media and how to um, streamline certain things and stuff like that. And like the minute somebody wants to hire me to do said thing. I don't want to do it. Yeah. I have no desire to do because it. it. Because the job at that point, it don't become a hobby. Yeah, it's not my create. It's not my, like some of that stuff I just like to do. But then there's the other side of it where it's like there's digital marketing and there's people that are selling ebooks that they didn't write. They're selling ebooks that, you know, they get resale, you know, um, 
rights to. Yeah. And I I think that's a it's a great business. Like I I have a whole ebook on content creation, but I I I stopped doing content creation content. So how do I now sell an ebook or market an ebook about content creation when that's not what I do or that's not where you know what I'm saying? Where it's like I I think one of the biggest things for me is like just a level of authenticity. Mm-hmm. And that's not calling anybody inauthentic, but like for me, like I ha- it has to feel authentic to me. And that's why I I struggle with creating content around insurance even though that's literally my business well because it don't feel natural it doesn't feel natural to drop a gem like here's what you need to know about whole life insurance and And whole life insurance is and term life insurance and i wells and like bruh you know what i mean it's also part of it is like already cringy to you so you don't you're trying not to make anything that's cringy already to you (laughs) that you know but, because I just feel it's like there are other general. ways. It's like unfortunate. Like that's the way that we have to market it, you know, to get people to understand. And they were marketing it was like that. Like it was. I be wanting to unfollow on never marketers. I ain't gonna lie, because we market. Uh, we've learned. We've been taught to market a certain way, and mm-hmm. it's a um, let me show you type of way. I'll show you, nigga. Or I'll show you because. Obviously, you deal with the one barrier that everyone deals with being in network marketing is they go call you a scammer. They go call you mm-hmm. a Ponzi, whatever, whatever it is. So the undertone of all the content, content. that is created with is, the network marketing mm-hmm. is, I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. <laughs> it's that energy. And I, I, I try. I'm like, ugh. They gotta find a better way to market because well, the truth is that's not they marketing. Yeah, they it's not really marketing. The that's the thing. That's just, posting and marketing <clears throat> are two different things. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and I think there's a difference between value content and get back content, and then the value content has to be, you know, when they say you have to be an industry expert. Like I just feel like there's a way to do it that's just not so. Here's five facts about being a no. Like oh, <laughs> like oh my god! Like I just it's it just doesn't work for me. I've tried it. I've tried to get back into content creation like that, um, but I think, like I said, I spent so much time being the person that had all the information and all the knowledge, and you know, did all the trainings and all the sales tactics and all the stuff like that. Like I just that's not who I want to be or what I want to portray. I'm a my I'm a mom. I love my I'm in love with my husband. And these are the things I do to make money. Mm-hmm. I'm almost ready to just my content be like, I think that's where I've done my content around like mom stuff and like work from home stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, being a work from home mom, um, because that's my reality. That's my actual reality. But I think in through that, eventually it will be like, well, you know, there are people, there are mothers, there are fathers and people that want to work from home and still have time with their children. And I think that's a more authentic way to market. But I'm not going to make every post about I teach moms how to stay at home and and like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's already cringy to you. I don't, that part is not cringy because that's true because there are people that do that and there are people that are looking for opportunities but I think when I when you open yourself up to that you got to be ready for what comes with it and I'm not ready to fully be in a place where I'm helping more people than I help myself I'm in my production stage of yeah, life like yeah. where I want like, to do let me get my ass together yeah let me just get my money like mm. and I don't want to I don't care to help I don't not care to help people but like that's not my priority is helping people also do what I do yeah. I'm more so focused on making sure that I've mastered my craft as well as getting my money. Yeah, no, ain't, ain't nothing wrong with that. I think everybody just needs a season like that. Yeah, like it's it's just your self season. Yeah, and I'm cool with that. And that's cool. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely needed to. It's like a little. It's a small spurt, burst of energy, that you need to now build upon. No, so I agree. Because, and the other thing is like knowing my background, you got to think like we obviously I got into insurance because I was really good at sales. And I think from a Forex perspective, I tell people all the time when they talk to me and they want to talk about like, how was that business and all stuff like that? I tell people all the time. One, I realize that I was epic at being a sales representative for the product. Mm-hmm. I have no desire to be a product of the product. (laughs) Like I don't want to trade. And I think 
I really didn't want to do it, the more I watched you become a professional at it. Mm -hmm. And I realized there's way more to it than what we talked about or what we presented to people and what the education even could give them because you have to be a specific type of person, I I believe. I did the whole season (laughs) on becoming a professional. Yeah. Yeah, you're gonna have to make a whole new podcast. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Don't want to hear that. Um there's somebody who wants to hear there's a market for that. No, that's for sure. Um sure. You actually should do that. Not in a like to create the content like and put it out at a later date. Mm -hmm. You should definitely like put that together i think that'd be great because there is a huge audience actually for that yeah i agree um but anyway um but through recognizing that i realized that my actual skill set was being the sales rep Mm -hmm. my actual skill set was being the person that could present something to somebody and get them bought in on the idea or the concept of whatever we were talking about and when i accepted that i think that's where i wanted to get into something like insurance because it is sales so i actually can just focus on being a salesperson because i actually am good at sales and i like to sell i like the money that sales brings (laughs) i love sales yeah you know what I mean? And so when I realized that, like that concept alone has allowed me to focus on like I know my other ability and my other strength is leadership and leading people and building teams. Correct. I'm a team builder. I am a duplicator. I can teach people how to do what I do. Correct. I'm not a gatekeeper either. Like, so I'm going to give you the full shebang so that you know exactly how I do what I do and how you can do the same thing and get the same results. But you have to do what I do. Right. But I understand that if I take the approach of building something that I know, it, I know me enough to know that that can all also take priority. Like it'll consume you? Um, Is not my mic on? Yes, I can hear you. But I feel like you can hear me through here, not through the no, mic. I, but I have my headphones so I can I, hear you through the headphones. I feel like I couldn't hear myself really, but I, I can feel it now. Okay. You can feel it? Hear it. You okay. Know. Um, what was I saying? Oh, I don't think it'll consume me, but I know the money comes in helping other people do too. You know what I mean? Like that you can build fast. You can what? What they say? You can go fast alone, but you can go far with others. And so, obviously, with a lot of the goals that I do have financially, and for my agency and in business, that it requires me to obviously recruit other people and build the agency out. But it's also like I am in my production season, and I know building an agency requires training. It requires doing things with other people, making sure that they're properly equipped to do that. And I'm not really a thousand percent sold on being willing to, you know, I understand that one person can lead you to 2,500. I've lived that life. We lived, I was, you we've know? seen it with our own eyes. Seen it in my own life. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So I ain't ready because I know the agency can go from zero to 100 literally really quick. But I think that, I think that's one mature of you and also um, self, self-reflective self of you. You know what I'm saying? Like you know that about yourself. You know your strengths. You know your weaknesses. You know uh, what motivates you. And what your potential is and what you can do. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I think based on what you just said is that I'm pacing myself. I am. <laughs> I have to. I, I think that's what you call it. Like I'm pacing myself and not, in a, not I'm moving slow. I'm just moving. Smart. Smarter. I'm, I'm, I'm moving, moving way smarter. Um, but, you know, even in insurance business, smart is also to build a team, you know. <laughs> you ain't mine. You know, so it's it's both. It's from like what a, I hear. yeah, not from what I hear, it's, it's lit. Um, but you know, it's also being like making sure that my priority is also laying a foundation and building the skill sets that are required. Because it's still, even though I learn fast and even though the business is profitable, I'm not a master and I'm still new. You know, there's still so much more to learn. And and you want to master the system. Mm-hmm. That that can be duplicated, so I get that. That's why life has been busy as Jack's. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. the, he's stretched between ninety nine different things. <laughs> we got two whole kids. We try to love on each other, and I'm building a whole agency and servicing people on a daily basis. Oh, you asked me about Monday. How do I feel about that? Yeah, um, the agency is going up a notch tomorrow. Right, we just hired an assistant. I guess that's yeah, what you want to call hired my assistant. And um, to streamline some processes that I have 
And I just think that not having an assistant to this point and what we've been able to do in business has been really solid. So if you add on this now new component, like I just think it's going to streamline it, allow me to scale at a higher level so that it can also free up some time. You know what I mean? Yeah, true. Yeah, it definitely, We, I think we needed this person. <laughs> oh my gosh. Just, yeah. So I'm excited to and see. And I ain't even got nothing to do with her, but <laughs> I needed her. <laughs> um, so I'm excited to see, you know, obviously January has been busy. We didn't, we did it not expect that. We did it, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> We didn't not expect January to be busy. We, you yeah, because we, yeah, because we said the first quarter definitely is like it's gonna be a blur because we going in. So maybe our content will be better coming out of it in the second quarter. Um, maybe, maybe. I mean, there'll be so much that would have happened by then. <laughs> Facts. No, I, we definitely. I, I got. Um, I think I got a lot of different topics coming for next season really yeah i think i think you know we got something for this season that we we haven't even touched that's true we definitely have some more that we didn't even touch for this season but i think i think also in the space that we're in though it's more than topics it's more like like this is literally our real life and this is how yeah, the podcast time, got started in the first place is literally us just having conversations in the living room and i think we're back on our living room vibes you know where it's like okay. it's not always having to be today's topic is going to be about the blue light special and the blue, <laughs> blue light special, light special allows us to do these things and like no nah, i think i mean obviously i'm not saying that that's what our content sounds like <laughs> but Sometimes it's just kind of okay to let it all hang out and just talk. Yeah, and and um, and come from a authentic, raw space. I think we do a good job at speaking to what people are thinking. You know what I'm saying? I'm not looking Thanks. to be politically correct. And if you know me, or you should know me by now, is I say what I want and what I mean, and I mean what I say. So pray for him. She's censored me out a lot. Like some of the stuff you hear, she she has taken the stuff out of these pods for sure. Because we probably would have been canceled. But <laughs> with that being said, I just think you know we bring a level of authenticity. To, and like I said, I'm going to say what you're probably thinking, or I'm going to challenge what you're probably thinking. Mm, challenge more so, like it less more often than not. Crying, but I think that's healthy because you know. Gotta hear two sides of it. No, I agree with that. Um, yeah, I think the truth of the matter is our podcast is about navigating life. And tonight's episode, today's episode, or whatever time you listen to this, <laughs> <laughs> this episode is like literally what it's like to be in our life. It's all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> it's all over the place. And Surely can be. It can be, um, but I just think like like that's the season we're in. That's life, yeah. You know, that's it's life. It's just life. And it doesn't come without, Pastor talked about this today, like life doesn't come without suffering. It doesn't come without going from point A to point B. And when you're in a state of traveling to from one place to another, there's something in the middle and an encounter that you have to have um, that gets you from point A to point B that allows you to experience um, the fullness of joy, the fullness of life, Um and, you know, I think a lot of these seasons have been that Damascus period of like getting from point A to point B or going from this one level to a new level in the game. And that's from our family dynamic. That's from our marriage. That's from our businesses. That's from so many different angles that I feel like we're finally getting to a place of um, stability. And I don't mean that from just a financial standpoint, more so like a stability of like who we are, what we want to do. Um, what does this next level of our family look like? Um, all of those things. Like, that's what I mean by stability. Like everything's kind of getting on the same level. Um, and, you know, you guys re experience it real time on a podcast. And like tonight was like, this is our couch conversations. Um, this episode was not recorded on video. <laughs> and we're literally sitting in our studio with the lights off and a blue light um little hue for the vibes <laughs> um but yeah like 
<laughs> I don't know what this episode. Sound like a life lesson to me. Yeah, man. Just mm-hmm. live live life. Point A to point B. There's some things in the middle that you have to experience um, that teaches you a lot. Like you said, the wisdom. We're in our we're in our what I feel like our life right now is a life lesson. Like we're living a life full of lessons through the lessons like everything that we're doing now is based off of the lessons that we learned over the last six seven eight years correct yeah you're 100 right that's what we're living through and i think that's why it's so interesting this conversation that was a conversation this was this was the real so let's talk about it (laughs) after dark Hey man, life lesson is it's all it's, it's okay to let it all hang out sometimes, you know. <laughs> Speak what's on your mind or talk about what you what you're experiencing in real time or uh what you may be going through, what you kinda of fearful of, what you growing excited through. about, what you're growing through, you know what I'm saying? It, um, all that is important, I think, and it adds to your overall mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, and being a whole person. Um outlets like these are needed for sure. Facts. Uh, because I'm, we like y'all know, like y'all ain't alone in feeling how you feeling or dealing with the things you're dealing with. Feeling overwhelmed, or feeling with overwhelmed, the busyness. Or, you know what I'm saying? Anything that you may be going through or experiencing, you feel like you're going through it by yourself until you hear that. Wait a minute, we are living the same life. You know, we have that with our friends all the time. Uh, y- y'all heard Alex on the podcast, you know, the other week. We talk all the time. He like, yo, we like living the same life. I be feeling like it's just me. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's bro. never just you. I'm like, we just in different seasons. Of, you of know, the same thing. What we dealt with, we probably dealt with that. What you're dealing with now, we probably dealt with that last year. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And this is how we got through it. That's what we did. So, dope, 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 dope conversation. Always these, you know, midnight vibes almost. Yes. <laughs> This has been another episode of the So Let's Talk About a Podcast. I am your co-host, Brittany. And I'm Malcolm. And you can follow me at Brittany Denell. You can follow me at Malcolm underscore two underscores Garrison. You can follow the show at So Let's Talk About a Pod on all platforms. And if you're listening on Apple Music, don't forget to like, share, subscribe. Um, tell the algorithm that you love it. Oh, yeah. Write a review. Um, if you're listening on Spotify, let us know what you thought about this episode. And if you're watching on YouTube, you're not because we didn't record this episode. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> what? We love y'all. We appreciate y'all so much for rocking with us. You know, uh, we're doing our best to be uh, authentic and tell you that we're doing our best. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to keep it up because this is our, our best outlet in life from a creative standpoint, from a mind dump. <laughs> facts all of the things so we love y'all we'll see y'all next episode peace these days work is in trouble we've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries and with that we sent away good jobs and our capability to make things american giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide they make all kinds of high quality clothing and activewear like sweatshirts jeans dresses jackets and so much more right here in the USA. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs in towns and cities across the country. And jobs bring pride, purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20.